things don't really matter in the whole, in the realm of everything. It doesn't really matter. Do what you want to do. Don't do what you want to do. It will have no effect on anything but you. Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down quotes from thought leaders past and present to help with the growth mindset. This week's quote comes from award-winning American science fiction author Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott Clark. In his book entitled The Speaker of the Dead, where one of his characters are discussing human nature, the following quote, which I think was a true gem, was taken. We question all of our beliefs, except for the ones we truly believe and the ones we never think to question. Let's start by quickly defining belief. I took this from Wikipedia. An attitude that something is the case or that some proposition about the world is true. J-Lo, I'm going to start with a very surface level question. Do you think there are negative effects to not questioning your beliefs or for people not questioning their beliefs? I think there could be, but I feel like um, depending on who you talk to, if they don't question their belief and it serves them well, right. then it's probably all right. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I'm on the same boat as you. Yeah. I don't it, think so. Go ahead. It kind of made me think of like uh, when I was a kid and all my all the older people in the family, like the parents, they would always be like, you got to be a doctor, a lawyer. True. <laughs> yeah, you got to be a doctor, a lawyer to have a good life. So we all believed it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. What, what was your first thoughts when you uh, when you saw this quote? My interpretation is that or my first the first thing I thought of was that we're not as open-minded as we would like to believe and that we would like to believe a lot of things about ourselves. It reminds me of that Richard Feynman quote, you must not fool yourself and you are the easiest person to be fooled. And I'm pretty sure I fool myself all the time on a daily basis. Don't we all? <laughs> um, I know. I think we sometimes um, cushion ourselves with respect to being flexible about trivial beliefs or ideas, but slowly close the door. We're never really open the door on things that go against the grain. Um, that could be the grain we planted or was planted for us growing up through child. Examples of this would be religion, religious beliefs, racial tensions, gender, sexual orientation, the list goes on. Yeah, I actually listened to this guy, Alex Ramosi, and he was on Graham Stephan's podcast. And he actually said the same thing. Maybe you text me about this quote like an hour after I listened to this. Oh, really? So, yeah, dude. No, no, it's so in, crazy. Fact, in, in fact, in fact, I heard it. It wasn't him, it was somebody else I heard it recently say it too. Yeah. And I yeah. came across it reading something. I don't remember what. And he said, uh, basically uh, paraphrasing this quote, and he, he was talking about this, actually, this quote itself. And uh, he's just saying how you can control what you deem meaningful to you, to yourself, and how that either destroys people or how it makes people uh, kill it in life. So how it betters their lives. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of what he said. And this was on Graham Stephan's podcast. Like he had him on twice within like two, two weeks apart because <laughs> wow. he was that good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He is good. 
So uh, Alex Ramosi, it's a little long, but he said, we have this narrative that says, if I don't mourn, for an example, it means that I didn't care about them. That's a statement of belief. I could say that if I don't mourn about them, it means I totally care about them. Like, why does my mourning have any indication about how, I, how much I care? They're non-correlates. We have so many of these belief statements that like quote society or things that we inherit because we just choose to say that's how it is in life. And so I think it's just like monitoring what those statements are. One of my favorites say, say if I had to have one thing on my tombstone, it would be from, it would be this quote pretty much. All right. So of course I'm opening to questioning by my beliefs. Like, sorry, like what's trauma for an example? When someone says I'm traumatized, like, were you? Or do you just choose to label this as trauma? And now, and now you're fucked up for the rest of your life because you call it trauma. When 200 years ago, it was life. We choose to create meaning around things. So at the end of the day, end to end, bottom to bottom, all the way down to the root, all our brains do is create a story, a meaning. And so we say this is a threat or this is not a threat. We need to reinforce this behavior or we don't need to reinforce this behavior all through meaning. And so if you can control what you deem meaningful, you can massively shift the odds in your favor. Mm -hmm. See, I didn't, I didn't quite take the quote where he's using it as a way to catapult himself, you know? And I, yeah. I like that. I more looked at it as a whole framework and mental way of, or mental mental framework or way of looking at things in general, as opposed to actually a way to use it, to source your energy to do well. I like that though, because yeah. I would like to believe, I would like to believe my opinions and ideas aren't anchored and can change course in the wind of something more satisfying. That's how I'm more like, I approached it. I'm not stuck on any one idea. I don't feel like, all right, because so-and-so said something and they can be an authority in it. I'm supposed to believe it. Tomorrow I could read something that I feel better explain that idea. And I would just, just like, all right, dismiss that first one. Just like that. Yeah. I was uh, also thinking about when he said this specifically example of trauma where I felt and I truly thought I was traumatized in a last in one of my last relationships <laughs> and how it was bringing me down all the time. And that's and him saying this kind of like, yeah, the situation sucked or I could even bring it back to like uh, childhood where like I was beat by this babysitter and I could think back and say, you know, this was so traumatic. And yeah, it was. And but I framed it in a way where like I just wasn't moving forward in my life. Or okay. I decided the meaning of that is that I'm a victim of that circumstance. Right. And when I decided separately before even hearing about this, uh, what his interpretation was, when I decided that uh, in my last relationship uh, and in this childhood thing that I wasn't going to be a victim, like changing the meaning in my head of those situations. Right. And I'm going to look past it. It really served me well. And it made me kind of in a way, I feel like forgiveness is, is too strong of a word for this situation, but <laughs> something like that. I understand where you're going. I understand yeah. where you're going. 
it prepared you. Yeah. It prepared you. I like that. Yeah. Sometimes we have to separate the signal from the noise. You know, there's a lot of noise we're listening to, but if you look through it, there's a path that takes you to the, to that light, you know, for to the other side, Hormozy, the therapist. Hormozy. I mean, I know when you listen to him, he's very, he's very into, I don't believe that. <laughs> I hear yeah. him say, well, when other people come up with ideas, you're like, no, I just don't believe that. That's a belief. And I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> very, very cutthroat, <laughs> straightforward with it. Yeah. But he said it served him well. It has served him well because he didn't always have that, I guess, framework. Yeah. And the interesting thing is that he's like, this served me well, but this might not serve you well. That's true. That's true. And, it, and that's okay. He's like, cool. That's like, mm. you do what you do to serve you and I'll mm. do what I do to serve me. Right. Uh, like the mental frameworks, meaning. Right, right, right. Uh, another, sorry, go ahead, man. No, go ahead. Another thing I was thinking of was uh, actually like raises and salaries. <laughs> when I was kind of like, when I read this quote and almost immediately kind of thought of like raises and salaries because nobody's ever going to say they got paid enough no matter how much of a raise they get, right? Nobody. Sure. And the belief that our financial worth is all dependent on our job, which was what I thought for a long time. It kind of, it kind of made me bitter toward my job, right? Okay. It's like, yo, I'm working so hard. I deserve more. I deserve more. Everybody says that, right? right we all for say every it. job, every job. Yeah. Every time. And uh, there's only so many raises, especially in our industry in healthcare that you could get. And it's, it's, it's not great, right? No. It's definitely not as good as the raises in financial finance. sector. Right, right. But once I separated my thought from that and I stopped believing that, that my financial worth was tied to this job, right? Mm. And it was like putting more responsibility on myself versus another entity. So just an example now, my belief toward that, toward financial well-being or mm -hmm. getting, uh, being financially independent or being wealthy, not, not tied to the job, but what you do after the job that oh, could absolutely. totally be, yeah, that could totally be unrelated to the job. Right. And now my belief has shifted to like, these guys don't owe me anything. Right. Right. The job doesn't owe me a higher paycheck at all. They mm -hmm. could do whatever they want, really. Right. And me shifting my thought and putting that responsibility on myself is like I'm responsible for for my independence, for my financial independence, for being wealthy. Right. So once I shifted that mindset, like I I held pretty much no more resentment toward each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always had I always kind of had that framework in my head. I always said to myself. And I, and this started from when, you know, when I first started in research prior to even going in nursing, I mean, my salary, my base salary was so low. And even though it's creeped up, you know, it's, it's, you're never going to be satisfied with it. Never going to be sad. And when you really think about it, we do get paid well, especially when we work in New York city at one of those, you know, key hospitals, like top five, hospitals. yes, top fives, you're going to get paid well. Are we ever going to be satisfied with that? Probably not without pay, but it's more. And like you said, you can't expect them to pay more. Nursing care 
is 24 hours. They need cogs in the system. It's the only way that if you fall off or fall out, that they can put somebody back in line. The system <laughs> is not set up for you to get rich. Yeah. It's just simply not that. It is set up for 24-hour care and also for other people to get rich. Mm. It is what it is. It is what it is. Very, very true. You know, but at the same time, I wouldn't say, you. I would say sometimes we're lucky to some degree. So when I chase or when I say I'm pursuing money is for the optionality. And I think we spoke about this, the option, it gives you options to, like you said, let's say things are good elsewhere in the country and we want to go travel there. The optionality is to back off of work for a time period and still feel secure enough to, to make a move and come back or do what we want. Yeah. And you, and you're not going to get that through your job. You're not going to get that through any job. Doctors are not even really going to get that. They're still, they're still paid to, they're still tied to a check. You need something bigger, something possibly of your own entrepreneurial or, or just, you know, be cool with the situation. Thought of this because so many people at work throughout the 10 years that I've worked always complain about salary. And I don't think I complained about it until at least five years in. Right, right, right. But then once I, once I, I guess took, is taking command of my belief the right, or I decided to give it a new meaning. Okay. And that's where it served, where it served me better. Got you. Got you. I like that. I like that. But yeah, I've been listening to that guy, Hormozy. You put me on. Yeah, so he just, he twists things a little different sometimes. It's just a little tweak and it makes it so yeah. novel. I like it. There's an interesting, interesting tweet that he made and I kind of screenshotted it. Hold on. Let okay. me uh, just find this real quick. Oh, shoot. I didn't screenshot it. But anyway, I'll just paraphrase it. He was right. like, Betty White, is it Betty White? I want to say Betty White. Sometime recently, or maybe this could have been a year ago. I'm not sure. Betty White passed away. And uh, he was like, Betty White was one of the most famous actress comedians of her of the time. She was so looked up to. And most of you reading this tweet probably don't even know she passed oh, away. She right. Yeah. Or know, knew who she was. And he was like, the point of this was to tell you that no one else cares about you. <laughs> That's true. And to do what you love to do. Right. Because only you will, will ultimately care about you. That's true. I like that. Yeah. So don't live on other people's standards. Live on your own and your own beliefs. Yeah, absolutely right. It, it puts in perspective. And I think I recommended, I recommended a book to you. I forget what, 4,000 weeks, 40 weeks or something like that, that I've read about a month or two ago, maybe a couple months ago, in where they put things like that in perspective. And they make you see that you don't really, things don't really matter in the whole, in the realm of everything. It doesn't really matter. Do what you want to do. Don't do what you want to do. It will have no effect on anything but you. That's a you good know? one. You want to leave the people with the quote? I want to leave them with a quote. Yeah, um, for it. But, oh, for me to leave, the quote that I came up with is, assume nothing question everything including the question itself but that's because my framework and the reason why i'm leaving it at 
I'm, I wanted to leave that quote is because I think we have to sometimes question our beliefs. Before I let you go, <laughs> are there any beliefs that you held on to that you're willing to share that you don't really question or you don't want to question? Sacrifice is a necessary thing in life. Okay. I like that. And never thought about that. It's, it's been something that in some parts of my life have served me very well and some parts of my life have not served me well meaning i could work really hard at something okay but i deem it so well this was a belief that i truly believed and now i'm like still working toward like kind of breaking it down a little bit and trying to make it trying to ease it up a little more so like putting all my hard work into a project Okay. So, or like just an example, um, I already had it in my head that it's like, oh, if we have kids, you know, we're just gonna, me and my wife have kids, I'm gonna have to pull a lot of overtime. And then that'll kind of mess up the kid's head because I, I won't be there. Like I already had it in my head. Got you. And I, and then recently I've been like working on the balance, especially listening. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'm agreeing Especially. with everything you're saying. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm sorry. For those, oh, good, for those people who listen to us on a podcast, I'm nodding my head, <laughs> feeling like I want to jump in. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so just using the kid example, and I was like, yo, this kid's going to be messed up in the head because, uh, you know, they, they, they're not going to get that fatherly love. I'm just going to come home and be tired and blah, blah, blah. Until I listened to Ryan Pineda, this uh, entrepreneur, and he goes over how, dude, I know all these entrepreneurs like putting in so much time, like working 80 hour weeks, barely spending time with their family, with their friends. And I'll go up to them, dude, I feel like you're losing in life, man. But they're <laughs> yes. making like millions, right? Yes, right. And he's like, bro, your, your marriage, like this one particular situation, bro, your marriage isn't going to last. It's, it's so crazy. You're, you're like sacrificing way too much. And then maybe I'll put a link to his planner, but his planner is honestly pretty good. I, I kind of use it as a framework a little bit. I don't use it really all the time. I just have a calendar, but his framework for like, okay, these are the allotted times that I'm going to work. And then after a certain time, like 4 PM, it's, it's straight family time. Cause he also bought a point where he's like, yo, you think for this particular situation, you think, uh, having a kid and then, uh, going to work, making that overtime money, uh, you come home tired as hell. You think you're done. You're, you're not. Yeah. You, no. you signed up for this. You got to play with the kids now. You know? Like, so when he said something like that, I, I was like, oh, man, that's powerful, man. That's, that's very true. So just I starting. Mean, sorry, go ahead, man. No, no. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> yeah, just starting to think of that framework and, like, breaking that down because that was a belief like uh you must sacrifice one thing to to do something else really well something like that but even then that has its drawbacks because maybe emotionally mentally anything else like it could just mess you up right while you're chasing this other thing i'll put it in perspective for you since i have two kids now (laughs) it's especially with a nursing career it's either you're raising them or someone else is raising them, plain and simple. And that puts things in perspective. Nursing in general, 
with 12 hour shifts. If that's what you work, you you're just missing all all day. Call <laughs> X out that day until maybe they get older and they're staying up old, you know, later. The day is missed. Yeah. What you have to do is or how I look at it, you have to budget or reconfigure your finances so that you're not trying to work overtime to, you know, to stay afloat. Things have to be adjusted. Paula pants. You can have anything, but not everything. So you can't have everything at the same time. Have one thing. And then when you finish with that, go for another thing, but you can't have it all at once. And if you put that in perspective, you could slowly do whatever you would want without just killing yourself with OT. Yeah. You know, wise words from the dad. I think I'm also changing your fashion a little bit for coming on the podcast. I, know, now you got I, know, a I, know. I got a hoodie. The one and know J-Lo hoodie. The one thing that, and I want to mention it because it's tied into the quote that I did say, I mentioned earlier. The one thing that I say, I never, I never really questioned before was free will and how our free will may not be all that free. When you really, I've been reading books. That's why people cannot know why they are with it, why they are, why they are, nor can we completely understand why we're not like them. As an example, I do not have the soul or a mind of a psychopath, right? The wires and the wires and the psychopath, they're just connected differently. I'm lucky. You're lucky. They're not. And it makes you think about the people that are doing crazy things out there on the street sometimes. Sometimes they're just wired different. It could be from childhood trauma, just genetics in general. And they're operating just different. They're operating completely different than us. They're no, on a different wavelength. And they've also done brain studies that show that, and they put them in an MRI machine or sometimes just like, you know, hook them up. Their brain or their the motor, the motor, I forget what the term is, the motor something in their brain is firing before they even know that they're doing it, which makes you say that things are happening happening in the pre-conscious before it's happening in the conscious. And you can't control anything in the pre-conscious. You know, you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. That's one thing I would say, a belief that I just, you know, you know, you look, some people like, especially people in jail, you say to yourself, like, yo, consequence, consequences sometimes, you know? Yeah you made a decision. And for a lot of people, they did make the decision. But for some, they didn't make the decision. We, we're lucky that we don't think like that. Yeah. We're lucky that we could sometimes slow down and think about things before we do. And it's not to say we won't lose it either. You know, that's just right now that's we're true. not psychopaths. Right now we're not psychopaths. <laughs> the moment of this recording, May 10th, I mean March 10th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> serious wait what I, did that come sorry what did that have to do with your belief of free will oh it had to do with um an example of something i never really questioned before in terms of like a belief okay gotcha yeah. it's more of a let's go back to x we all question our beliefs except the ones you truly believe and the ones you never think to question i never really question like you know things like free will something most people don't question, oh, gotcha. but sometimes yeah. our free will is not free. I also think it would be fair to say that some, that at some point, I think Christians and even atheists had to question their thoughts on with respect to higher power, 
you know, this can go down a rabbit hole with no ending, but yeah. I think, I think what you call it, everyone has to, at some point question that, you know, it's very taboo to talk about at work because it's a yeah. bottomless rabbit hole when you may never find your way out of. Yeah, dude, that's, yeah, there's so many that like I no know. one would ever question a belief of some, what anything. Right, 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 yeah. right. Some things just stay off the table because people have such strong convictions and connections to their view. If you don't agree with them or you question them, everything they know about you, they will erase. Just just like that. <laughs> cancel. Can, cancel, just like that. Or if you just say something in the middle. Yeah, that's true. That no, is I true. agree with you. I know. I, I, I agree yeah, with them point. too. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then both sides hate you. Right. Right, it's true. Do you have a quote you'd like to end on? Yeah, I thought something about sustainability. And I feel like you probably heard this podcast at My First Million. Okay. David Freeberg, the the guy you listen to on the All In podcast, one of them. Okay. With yeah. Chamath. Okay. Oh, so he's, he was getting, he's, he's he was on, on the Yeah, he, he got Rec- interviewed maybe like four or five episodes ago. So it's pretty recent. Oh, okay. I must have missed it. Check it out. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, he's a scientist and then that's what his degree was right like something in science whatever it was and then he went into like startups and stuff and he worked at google and not as right. a scientist right, right. <laughs> anyway he's like supposed to be the science guru in uh in the all-in podcast with chamath which is like a finance guy anyway he's he said he looked at a study and he said all the beverages in the world have like two to three key ingredients. Water, right? water, water. Yeah, it's yes, yeah, yes, water yes. is the main amazing, one. amazing. I know. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, I listen crazy. to this amazing podcast. Yes. Uh, so the company is called Canna, C A N A. And he was just asked about sustainability because he thinks that he thinks that's really important. It's uh like probably Elon Musk level of like how he's Elon is trying to do like EVs or he is doing EVs. David Freeberg is saying how much waste is made um, and, the, and also the environmental impact of all these beverages. So why not have a machine that makes your beverage for you at home and you just kind of, they have pre-programs. So it's kind of like a cloud a computer of like just a bunch of drinks and uh, it has like three canisters and it works with the water that you have at home so it's a lot cheaper and then it adds a whatever amount of sugar whatever amount of alcohol if you want an alcoholic drink and like some flavor profiles so it could make like cold brew coffee and make it taste like exactly like that product isn't out yet i know I i was selling it at somebody to somebody at work already (laughs) <laughs> i was i was like that's a major product i don't have counter space but yeah well he said, said sorry go ahead no no but i was telling him they at the price point oh it's not that bad it's a brilliant idea but go it's ahead. not bad you don't pay for the canisters but you pay for the drink itself when it's made right right but it's supposed to be way cheaper than buying it anyway so he said Sustainability in the 21st century does not arise from convincing customers to consume less. 
Sustainability arises from building technology-based solutions that lets customers consume more and dropping the price and dropping the environmental impact. So when I thought of like the belief statement for this quote that we're doing today, You're right. he just turned the most common belief on its head. Yeah, he he's, did. Yeah, pretty much, dude, you're, you're boycotting of, I don't know, Nike for alleged sweatshop. Don't sue right. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it does nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. right. So he, he used that as, and as, as an example, but like uh, to turn it on its head to say, oh, we just have to make crazy technology that's going to help us out and be super sustainable and helps with like wealth gaps and this and that and whatever, right. uh, human rights even. So uh, yeah, just turning the most common belief on its head and going toward this direction. So it's right. definitely contrarian. It is definitely contrarian. Something I do believe. I believe technology <laughs> helps us get get through the most difficult situations. And we don't even, you know, we look at, we gloss over it because it's almost so common. There are people who are really putting in work to advance us. But, you know, after it's out, give it a few years, it's commonplace. It goes to like what I mentioned in our last podcast where I said, I think I mentioned that whole concept about time, about oh, we feel like we just want more time. We just want more time. But no matter how much more time you give us, it's never enough. It's never enough. You know, we don't, we don't want the microwave to take two minutes. We don't want our coffee maker to take 30 seconds. Yeah. We just want it quicker and quicker. And technology is providing that for us, you know? But we can't be satisfied. And to flip it the way he did, makes it say it's also satisfying other things because we will consume it you know yeah i like it i think that's a good note to end on what do you think yeah that's pretty good all right all right thanks for listening to my oh sorry (laughs) no no no, go ahead take us out take us out oh before we end just like so youtube channel our most popular episode is the interview with sherwin who is going to the Philippines soon. So maybe we'll have a six month follow-up with him after he gets settled. So he's quitting nursing to run a Bitcoin farm slash uh, solar panel energy company. And then, so that's our most viewed episode on YouTube, our most viewed or listened to episode on across podcast platform is with our interview with Mike. Okay. So he's quitting nursing soon to go into real estate full time got you got you so super interesting to those who are listening give those i know interviews a listen all right thanks for listening to mind the words if you have any quote suggestions email us at mind the words podcast at gmail.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and see you next week to expand the growth mindset peace